Welcome to Exceptional Leadership, where we discuss all things leadership, from the White House to your house, from our educational system to current events. If it involves leadership, let's talk. Today, our destination will be responses to COVID-19. To start with, let me say this. Leadership has more to do with those who are on your ship than you yourself. They decided out of all the ministries going this way and that way, the destination that you were headed was the destination they wanted to go. So they got on board your ship. Out of all the companies they could have sent resumes to, out of all the places they could have been, they decided that because of the destination where you were headed, they wanted to be a part of your company. Leadership is about them. Understand this. Leadership is not about being right. It's about doing what's right. One of the conversations I had, a gentleman uh, was in my face. And he said to me, I swim in COVID-19. I'm not going to shut down my church. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I said to him, because he came to me to see what my response would be. My response to him was this. Swim on. I am not attacking anyone's faith. I believe that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up in judgment, you can condemn it. I believe that all things are possible to them that believe. I believe that we can call those things that are not as though they are. But I said to him, I don't think COVID-19 is about your personal faith. If you want to swim, swim. If you say that it won't affect you, I believe you. But COVID-19 is more about your leadership than your faith. He said, what do you mean? I said, you can swim. But what about me? If I'm a member of your church, I don't know how to swim. Are you going to just leave me? What about Susan? She just had a surgery. Even though she can swim, she can't swim now. What about all the other people who are baby Christians that don't understand how faith works or how to work their faith. He said to me, well, if they get it, I'll pray for them. And I'll just believe God that they'll be healed. My answer was, cool. How long have you been in ministry? He was an older gentleman. He said he'd been in ministry for some time. And I said, how many people have you prayed for in that time with the type of faith that you have? And they did not receive healing. They were not delivered. He paused and then he thought about it. I said, it's simple. Did everybody receive a healing? Was everyone delivered? He said, no. I said, well, I'm talking about those people. You may be able to swim in COVID-19, but if just one person in your ministry is infected, then the whole church is going to be quarantined anyway. Now, if you're willing to deal with that, deal with it. And I repeat it. Maybe COVID-19 is not about your faith, but your leadership. And I say to you that are listening to this podcast, maybe COVID-19 is not about our faith, but our leadership. Leading 
means that we go down with the ship because we are the captains of the ship. We stay on board and we make sure that everybody exits the ship safely. And if we're able to get off, we get off. But if not, then our faith preserves us in that instance. We should lead by example and not by words. The next question I was asked by another leader was, what do you think about the government shutting down our churches, commanding us to forsake the assemblies? I'm not forsaking the assemblies. And I was quiet. I let them vent and I let them finish. Now, make no mistake about this. I am not trying to be the devil's advocate. I am the Holy Ghost advocate. Because the scripture was quoted out of context, they were speaking of Hebrews 10 and 25. And so when the gentleman finished, I said to him, I think you're missing what they said. He says, what do you mean, preacher? I said, well, they didn't ask us to forsake the assembly. He was quiet. He said, huh? I said, listen to me. I want to make sure that we keep the scriptures in context. And then I read to him from Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. Let me read it to you. It says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Then the 25th verse says this, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And I explained to my brother this. The key word is not forsaking. The Greek word here for forsaking is to abandon, to turn your back on. Number one, the government did not ask us to abandon. By definition, they did not ask us to abandon the assemblies. They did not ask us to turn our back on the assemblies. Then the next key in this scripture, not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves together as the manner, as the manner of some is. So he's saying, I'm talking about this group of people, not every group, not any group, but as these people are acting, we don't want to act like them, not forsaking because of the same reason that they were forsaking the assemblies. Why were they forsaking the assemblies? Well, during that time, the Jewish leadership was attacking Christians for being Christians. They were attacking them in a hideous way. And so some were afraid that if they showed up, they would get caught and they would be tortured or they would be locked up. So they didn't show up because of fear. If I'm going to follow scripture by context, I would have to say that the government is attacking me like it attacked those Christians and I am turning my back on the church because of fear. The last thing I want to talk about today is the mask that the government has asked us to wear. I went into the store uh, a little while ago and when I went in, I looked around and people were staring and then it hit me. Everybody just about has on a mask, but you, Jones. So I left. 
and I put on a mask. I went back to the store. When I shared this with an individual, what had happened, the question that I received was this. Why did you put on a mask? You're a faith leader. You preach faith. You walk in faith. I said to them, the reason I put on the mask is because I looked in their eyes and I saw fear. And I understand that 1 John 4 and 18 says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love. And that word there, perfect, means mature. Love that has grown, a love that has matured. Perfect love casted out fear because fear has torment. I saw the torment in their eyes. Who am I to judge people? Who am I to say that you shouldn't be afraid? That is not my job. That's not my calling. So then I went on to quote to him from Romans 13 and 1. Here's the other reason that I put on the mask. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisted the powers, resisted the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. I said, wearing the mask was not a violation of God's law, but not wearing the mask was a violation. Because as long as the law of man does not violate the law of God, then the Bible says, let every soul, every soul, and he's not writing to the world, he's writing to the church. Let every soul be subject unto the powers. The Amplified says it this way. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God granted by his permission and those which exist have been put in place by God and those who have resisted it will bring judgment, civil penalties upon themselves. Let God be true and every man a lie. Let's not allow the enemy to make us rebels against the governing authorities and find ourselves rebelling against the word of God. Join us next week when our destination will be Kingdom Principles of Exceptional Leadership. God bless.